Hello. What's good? Of course. What's good, of course? Um. Uh, you guys know about the Sears Tower? The Sears Tower that they call the Willis Tower? And, uh, that's nobody's fault but theirs. Because they were... I mean, whoever was, like, Sears sold it to Willis Corp, whatever Willis is. But everybody pretty much always knows it as the Sears Tower because that's what it was originally. And and so it is the Sears Tower. And it's tall. It's really tall. It's tall as hell. Um, Sears Tower is very, very tall. And... It's actually one of the tallest buildings, um, as it's come to be known. But when they invented it, when they constructed it in the 1970s, they were like, they were like, it's the 1970s, let's get this building going. Um, let's make it good, let's make it Sears. And we need a, we need a nice Sears building, but... They actually made it, Sears made that building because they wanted to collect all the Sears employees across Chicago into one place, into one building. Uh, they wanted them all in one building, and that's what they wanted. So pretty much what they did was they are like, we're Sears. And we need, we, we're going to make a building where we can put all the Sears employees just in one place. Wouldn't that be great? That was their vision that they were having. And then also in the process, they wanted to make the tallest building in the world. Uh, probably just as a show of strength or something. Like that's the only reason I could think of as to why you would go so far as to make the tallest building in the world. Like it's because you want the tallest thing in the world to have your name on it. Uh, is why and so sears wanted they're like the tallest thing in the world should be called sears and so let's make that happen so let's make a world where sears is the tallest thing so we're gonna make sears tower and it's gonna be the best tower because sears is the best like why not make it the best tower i guess that's just the ego of sears like their their ego was big enough at the time that they had a bigger ego than ego than anybody else eagle they had a bigger eagle than anyone bigger than giant eagle grocery stores and that's when you consider giant eagle grocery store that is um referencing at least a giant eagle and so that's your that's one stopping point for an eagle that's one picture representation of an eagle is giant but Sears had an even bigger eagle than Giant Eagle and like the biggest eagle in the world. And what they did was they're like, okay, we got all these, we have all this property already, all these Sears people dotted throughout the city that are already named Sears. What if we got all of the people who are already ours to go into a building called Sears? And that Sears building is the tallest in the entire world because, because we already own these people and they're already part of the Sears identity. 
um, and they need the money, so they're not going to leave Sears. So if we tell them to go into the Sears building, they're not going to quit or anything. Like they're they the money is coming in because of us and because they bought into Sears. Like they're already part of Sears and they're already our property. Why don't we get all of the people that are already named Sears to go into this tall ass Sears structure? And it'll be a hoot, and it'll be a it'll be a big deal, and people are gonna really like um, our Sears, our Sears way of living. And if we can make that happen, and that's what they did, and and that's what people do. Uh, that's and that's a construct. That's what a construct is. That's Sears as a construct, and it is uh, it is filled to the brim with nothing but. Sears employees because they made it just to collect all Sears employees in one place um but they rented out to other businesses I don't know if they if they sold uh levels of it to other businesses right when they made it they probably did so it wasn't entirely composed of just Sears but it's basically just a construct of Sears I mean Sears if it's Sears's building they own they lease out all of the property within it to other businesses. Like those businesses have uh, have dealings with Sears also to be buying be buying uh, floors or desk office space within the Sears building that's already named Sears. Those are people that are also buying into Sears to some extent. I mean, they're agreeing to this thing where they have to be part of Sears' reality in order to conduct their business. But Sears is what makes that possible for them by offering the space within itself to them, uh, the Sears building. But they're like, I mean, in some senses, they're just collecting Sears into one tall, one tall building that's like Sears headquarters I would imagine it would have to be why would they headquarter anywhere other than the Sears Tower like I feel like that's you're just building a giant castle in the name of Sears like we will have the grandest castle in all the land and all the world will know of it because it'll be the tallest it'll be the grandest castle like it'll be taller than any other castle it'll be the one it'll be one that people only dreamed of before this like only in your imagination did you think that Sears like that their greatness that greatness could uh reach that high and be called sears uh and so sears having the tallest man-made structure in the world only existed in the imagination of sears people before it became a reality but then they like constructed a re they constructed it in reality to make a reality for the entire world that had to recognize sears to be the tallest man-made structure uh, because and it's reflective of the power of Sears at the time, like how how much power that they had. Uh, they they were actually powerful enough to make a building that tall that they named after themselves, and then eventually became another name. But that's what they did when they made it. Is they made it to collect Chicago Sears employees. And those Sears employees are already, because when you're employed by somebody, you're selling yourself to them for money to some extent. Like that's a, that's what you get with the Sears identity package in exchange for, uh, 
in exchange for you calling yourself Sears, like, and Sears is seared onto you, that's coincidental, but it's seared onto you for you becoming a Sears employee. Um, in exchange for you, so now you have to walk around for, to some extent in your life and just be a walking, talking Sears for us because we because you need money from somewhere but and we're one of the people supplying money so in exchange for the money that you need uh we can provide that for you if you call yourself sears and become a walking sears advertisement and devote this amount of time of your life to sears then uh then you're good to go but you just have to you're part of sears now uh unfortunately but you're uh but that's what you do when you get employed by anybody you so it's kind of like any identity is like an agreement like that is an it's an agreement that you make because it's a sameness at the point that you're the same as the identity is the point that you're agreeing to it but if you're agreeing with somebody you're making yourself to be the same as them or equal with them uh not like for all of your life but for a, a temporary for a short period of time or or just like not non-committally you might be the same you might take part you can take part in identities just temporarily you can go in and out of them like you can be a part of other people's cultures like you can visit another country you can visit afghanistan and understand Afghanistan's culture like it's food it's music it's clothing it's everything and you're only there for a week and then you travel like you're there on vacation and then you travel back to the U.S. um and then you're like oh I I left the Afghanistan identity the borders of it but but I was there for a little bit like I experienced it I experienced the within of it because over in Afghanistan everybody is a who was born there as a citizen of Afghanistan and so they have that identity because that's the sameness dictated by the borders of the civilization of Afghanistan it, the sameness within it I mean for like all the inhabitants of it as long as they want to distinguish themselves as a culture uh, everybody is the same as everybody else in the name of in the eyes of Afghanistan for everybody born within Afghanistan and so everybody that's a citizen is the same as everybody else in in the respect that they're Afghanistanis. And and so there's samenesses like that that persist in every place that you could imagine, you know? There's like the Afghanistan identity, but a Sears identity, so that's a different one because you understand that there's like this money relationship involved, so that's different from being a citizen of a country. So there's... So there's identities that aren't as pure as other ones, uh, such as ones that you exchange. But like uh, anything that you're that you agree to, like that, like a contract that you make is an agreement. Wherein, like if you if you made a contract where you were um, you had a contract with somebody to sell them twenty tables. You had a contract with somebody to sell them 20 uh, Mustangs and you delivered on that contract. That's like an agreement. Like you have to, you have to deliver 20 Mustangs. Like you are, uh, what, who makes Mustangs? 
Well, okay, so Ford makes Ferraris, I'm pretty sure. And so say that f say that Ford like doesn't make them in-house, but they s outsource that to somebody else. So somebody else manufactures Ferraris for Ford and then uh, delivers them to Ford. Then, uh, so imagine that there's this other company and it's called NextCorp and they manufacture Ford's Ferraris and they send them to Ford. But Ford makes a contract with NextCorp for uh, NextCorp to deliver 20 Ferraris to them in three days. And... And so this contract has been made, but that's an agreement that's made across the two of them so that both of them are, uh, both of them have to be the same as each other to some degree, but not, not very far. They're, the more, the more that they are in agreement with each other, the more that they're in talks, the more contracts that they have, the more that it's like an inseparable relationship where Ford is entirely dependent on NextCorp for these Ferraris, which they would be if they were, if they were saying that they manufactured Ferraris but didn't, and it was only NextCorp that had the secret Ferrari formula, then they would be dependent on, so they would have this like really strong relationship because they would be in agreement with them all the time. Like, uh, that's both of those things equating themselves to each other so that they're both more relatively involved in each other's identities. And so there's like a sameness that happens over the course of the time that the bond gets stronger and like the relationship is more uh, inseparable, like more necessary for both of them. There's kind of a sameness that happens, but it's not like, it's not like either one becomes the other one. And so they're always at least sort of differentiated, but you see how there's, you see also how there's relationship involved with you equating yourself to certain to certain things like you giving yourself away to certain identities or uh belief systems or uh or anything that you that you want like anything you buy like you if you buy alcohol if you buy alcohol you, you to some extent you I mean, you're, you're blaming alcohol for anything that you do. Like if you get drunk, if you get drunk, you get to blame alcohol for everything you do, but it's kind of like in the, under the influence of alcohol, which is you're very, the point of you describing someone to be drunk is you, you're describing someone to be very much under the influence of alcohol. And if you're very much under the influence of alcohol, it's like, uh, you do something like that so that your behaviors, you don't have to account for them, so that you're not responsible for your behaviors, but that the alcohol is responsible for it. And so you give your responsibility away to alcohol if you're like persistently drunk or an alcoholic, um, and that's an identity for you. And for some people, for some people, that's the best that they can ever come up with in their life to be to have as an identity is to be an alcoholic. And so that is naturally then what they become. That's what they become if they uh, if they aspire to be an alcoholic, like if that's the best they could come up with or like if they can't get over the idea of being an alcoholic, 
then that's what they become. And obviously there's, there's uh, DNA that causes you to do that. Like it's in your blood to become an alcoholic because other people in your family have that same line of reasoning that would cause them to be like, oh, alcoholic, yeah, let me be that. And um, so you can do that where you buy the alcohol identity package and with it you you don't have to take responsibility for your actions like under the influence of alcohol. But if you're someone who's like an alcoholic, then it is, then you're kind of just, alcohol is over your whole life. So you're like never responsible for your actions. And alcohol is always responsible, like the more that you're an alcoholic. And, and so you, but unfortunately alcohol isn't that great like there's better things to be than that and and so you uh you do the alcohol like alcohol is a formula like a chemical formula too uh, and different chemical formulas based on whatever spirit whatever kind of alcohol it is uh it's a formula for you and it formulates your life to some degree so that you it's just there's better things than alcohol for you to identify as. And yeah, but I say that for for any anything, it's like sometimes, like the reason that I make an episode about special or cool, and I talk about like you being special or cool. Well, first of all, I do that because in my mind, in my mind, you want to improve as a person. You want to get better, like grow up, mature, evolve, whatever. And as you do that, you take off layers from yourself. And by layers, I mean like preconceived notions that you have that aren't true, that are harmful to you. And in my mind, it's like, oh, maybe you, maybe it's like once you recognize that you once you recognize certain things that you yourself are doing all the time, like to the point that you're defined by them to some extent, then if you recognize them, then you can get rid of them. Like you can just take off a layer or something. But like uh, in reality, it's the case that it doesn't really, it doesn't go away entirely. You can just raise or lower your commitment to certain behaviors. Like you can, you can recognize them and then, take the time to lower the amount that you do them in in your life like i could recognize uh whatever but like you should make sure that you aren't just trying to be cool because i mean i'm just saying it might be the case that cool is the best that you could think of to be so watch out in case that's what you're doing yeah but you can do that with anything but people and people do do that with anything and they do it with low level things. They do it with generalized things like for their entire life, like smart, like there's people that there's people that live their whole life just trying to be smart or they're like that. What wouldn't it be great to be the smart guy or um, I don't know if that's something that you aspire to be, but there's people that aspire to be that, that never see themselves to be smart, but they always want to be like people that always see themselves to be smart, but never actually make it. There are the people that are always like, well, I'm so dumb that 
well, but I'm too stupid to actually do that, or like, I'm too stupid. And some people take it really far, and they're just like, well, I'm just so, I'm not even capable of anything, like, I'm so dumb, I don't, I go, I start to walk a few feet, and I fall over, because I don't even, I'm too stupid to comprehend what moving your feet means, and I'm too stupid, some people go really far. And those people really think that they're smart, but really are unable to accept that they are is somebody who always calls themselves stupid. And, and so don't make it so that you're trying to be smart your entire life because it's not that great to be smart. You know what's better than being smart is, uh, is disagreeing with is disagreeing with everything that's more intelligent like if you disagreed with everything around you that would make you that would make you way more intelligent than a smart person but i make the point of disagreeing to say that you can really come up with anything like there's a lot of there's a million descriptions for somebody who's smarter than a smart person one of them is the person who disagrees with everything because disagreeing with everything will cause you to see everything to be false and then like point out falseness in anybody else's life and uh call it false so that you're just like hovering above people <laughs> you could disagree with everybody to the point that you're like oh going over to somebody's house is like participating in their reality like that's just their reality put on by them and uh so but as long as i'm over there it's not like i'm it's not like for real, I'm being a part of their what they're doing when they're hosting or anything because I'm separate from it. Like I disagree with that. But anybody, like if you are, if you disagree with everything to the extent that you just, uh, you call everybody's identity false, or you're like, uh, you're like me, like you're a computer. You just analyze it at the level of like, oh, humans like human connection, and so I don't. Like humans like human connection. That's why they participate in social gatherings and they they participate in social gatherings so that they can all be a part of something and agree to something at the same place in the same time because they like human connection. Like if you analyze something at that level, that speaks to that you like disagree with the environment enough to be outside of it enough to say, oh, all these people over here are agreeing with each other. Uh, and and I am disagreeing because I see their agreement and it and I am repulsed by it. I mean, if you if you're disagreeing with all kinds of shit all the time, and that's really just that's what I'm that's what I'm saying to you is uh, is that I disagree a lot. I disagree about everything. Is maybe is one way of describing the way I go about life. And so to the point that sometimes, like if you're a person that disagrees with everything, sometimes you disagree too much in an environment like around people, around your friends, or yeah, you can, you can be around your friends, but be the person that disagrees the most. It's just better to hate the society that you're in. Just hate your society. Oh, it's society. It's the socialness. I hate it. Society, how dare they? I hate the way society is run. 
That's what people decided to say now. Well, I don't like any of it. No more society, please. People are just like, well, I'm done. Nope. I don't like any of the society anymore. Bye. Like, you just got to be more disagreeable in life. You need to find disagreeability within yourself. I enjoy disagreeing. It's fun. But it's just fun. Like, I disagree like I'm uh, I'm indigestion for the rest of the world. Like, the rest of the world then also disagrees with me. They're like, oh, what's what exactly is wrong with that person? And so, like, I'm disagreement to other people in some cases. So I'm disagreement. I disagree with the world. People are like, oh, what's that guy doing? They're, they're like, uh, next to you and you can't even... Like, if I'm out, if I'm just somewhere and I'm being weird or whatever, if I'm somewhere and I'm being weird, then other people will be like, oh, that guy, you can notice, you can notice people that disagree with the environment. You can always notice what they're doing. Everyone knows if it's somebody who's just like, no, I'm not, I'm not part of this. That's what I do. I'm like, no, sometimes I'm just like, no, I'm not part of this thing that I'm at. Sorry. I'm just, uh, I'm outside of it. Sorry. No, sorry. I don't, I don't care. If you're somebody who does that, you're somebody who just decides to disagree with the environment. I disagree with the environment so much that I'm like, Oh, why did, yeah, people, yeah, I get it. Oh, people are having a party. Like humans are coming together because they like to connect with each other. Oh, do humans like to love each other. Oh yeah. Cool. Nice party. Yeah. Oh, that's how much I disagree. That's how much I that's how much I suck. But then if you act that way, not that I act that way everywhere, but if you act that way, not that I act that way everywhere, it should be more I got have to do it in a more comedic style where it's like you wouldn't obviously. Why like I need to stop and make it informational. Why wouldn't I just say it as if like it didn't matter if it applied to me or not? Well, let me vouch for myself. Everybody's just vouched for themselves nowadays. Like everybody, everybody just apologizing for who they are all the time. I mean, the country kind of is just like a giant church right now. Everybody's afraid of everybody else. That's just what it feels like. Oh, I think the entire country just became a, like we're just looking for leadership from a government all of a sudden. Just leadership from the government, please. That's what we need. That's what we need now. We can't wait for what the government decides. We love you, government. Everybody loves the government. Do you understand that? There's not like everyone's like, oh, damn it. We want to protest against them. We we love it. We're just like so involved with the whole process. It's so romantic to us. Oh, what's the government going to do now? Oh, we're going to get really angry if we lose. Everybody's so attracted to the anger they feel for the for the political game. It's not it's not anybody's fault how competitive it gets. Oh, the government. The government. Everyone everyone loves the government. Okay, everyone wants some government anger or uh, reward for picking the right team. Everybody wants to choose correctly. Don't lose sight of that. Don't act like that's not the game at hand here. The real game is you have to try to predict the winner and then you win. It's high stakes. Like, do you want to go for it? If you're somebody who just just makes calls on things like that, what are you going to do? Say that Trump's going to win? How do you know? 
How do you know? If Because if you're a Trump supporter, you think that the government's going to take it away from him no matter what already. So you're not going to say that he wins. Like, who's going to predict that? And I'm sure, I'm sure that if you're on the left, you're not going to, you don't know if Biden's going to win. Nobody knows because you don't know if the polls are right. Yeah. Sometimes it's, uh, sometimes I would feel like talking about politics, but no, I have to do it more comedic style where I'm like, oh, but I'm just like, yeah, it applies to me. It applies to me that I disagree with the environment. I do disagree. I do not want to be a part of it sometimes. Just like, no. Or you can just be in and out. You can be part of it while you're there and then not part of it too. You can be at a place and you're like half the time you're, oh yeah, I believe in, I believe in what's happening here. I'll agree with you people for a, for a while. Like, you know, because you put it into normal terms like that, like regular people do. And then you, uh, cause I am irregular. Oh boy, boy, am I random? Oh God, I'm a fucking barrel of fun. You know that? For the things that I say, wow. I can't wait to taste the saliva on my mouth from the words that I say. Man, I really like to savor it. It transitions me into saying even more things about myself that I like to hear. It's my favorite pastime. I do it always. It makes me feel free. Uh, don't... Just don't drop that thon to thon Thothathon. Don't drop it. Don't drop that thon thon thon. Don't drop. Don't drop that thon thon thon. That thon. Don't drop that thon thon thon. Don't drop that thon thon thon. Yeah. Don't drop that thon thon thon. Don't drop that thon thon thon. Yeah. Don't drop that thon thon thon. Don't drop that thon thon thon. Don't drop it. Don't drop that thon thon thon. Yeah. Don't drop that thon thon thon. I guess that's really as high as that gets. Like there's nothing more. There's nothing more to say about it. The only thing you could say about it is repeat it again. That's all that it could be. It doesn't mean anything, does it? I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, it does mean something. I don't know what the. There's no, I'm saying the words of it don't have any correlation to what it actually means. Because I don't even know what that means. Don't drop that thonthathon. What is a thonthathon? It's like, uh, I forget because it's ambiguous. I've heard different things about it. Like, you're not supposed to drop it. You're not, like, don't drop it. Do not drop it. Do not drop that thonthathon. Please do not drop that thon-thon-thon, yeah. Please do not drop that thon-thon-thon. Please do not drop that thon-thon-thon, yeah. Please do not drop that thon-thon-thon. Please do not drop that thon-thon-thon, yeah. Please do not drop that thon-thon-thon. Please do not drop that thon-thon-thon, yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah, please do not drop that thon-thon-thon. Do not drop it. Do not drop that thon-thon-thon. Don't drop it. Don't drop it. Hey, don't. Do not drop that thon thon thon. 
please if you would do not drop that thought that thought yeah please if you would manage to work for a second to think about not dropping that thought that thought yeah gonna micro don't micromanage that thought that thought yeah <laughs> please do not micromanage that thought that thought yeah please do not desist on that thought thought that thought yeah please make good on that thought that thought yeah Take away my virginity on that thought, that thought, yeah. Pleased to meet you, pleased to meet you, yeah, yeah. Disintegrate into it, what? I had to be there, had to go there, yeah. That sounds like a Matthew McConaughey speech. I think that's what he's saying, right? You need to be there. The port isn't the port until the voyage is what you've arrived at. Matthew McConaughey. The voyage is not the port, but the port is where you're going on the way through your journey. You never arrive. You never go to the journey. You never make it to the voyage if you don't arrive at the port. The port is never gone. The, the port is never gone on the way to the voyage. Not for if the voyage is on its way to the journey. You never arrive at the port if you're still going on the voyage. God, I wish I wasn't like, I hate, uh, you know. Just don't. Uh, I'd hate it. I don't. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with what I do. I'm like, no. I don't agree. I don't agree with anything. I agree with nothing. So what does that mean? What does that mean for us? What does that mean if I disagree with everything? It's not all the time. It's just some of the time. But if you are the person that disagrees all the time, if you're the most disagreeable person in one group, then you get to be the meanest if you want to be. You kind of just turn out to be the nicest, or like that's what I would say. Like, you would get to be the meanest. You'd get to be the meanest if you wanted, if you just totally disagreed with everything all the time. But that's just a stance you can take. Like, well, I can disagree more than all of you, but sometimes the game is to disagree the most. Who gets to disagree the most? It's part of, the, it's part of just a competitive edge that you want to get. Like, oh, I like disagreeing. I like to be ahead of people in these ways because I know what they're doing because I just like, oh, that's not something I'm interested in because I'm separate from it. Because I'm not, I'm too high and lofty to take part in anybody's gathering because I have standards. Like I separate myself. I separate myself like uh, so, so that I'm totally disagreeing. And then the environment around me is, uh, it's just trying to digest my presence and it cannot. It doesn't understand it. And then I disagree with, with everything. And then like, if you, if you do that, that's where you, then you disagree, but you just want to be known as someone who disagrees. So it's not like something, it's not like some magical experience for you. You know, you just like you, you would prefer to be known as someone who disagrees than somebody who agrees. <laughs> But I do disagree. You'd rather be somebody who disagrees. You wouldn't want to be someone who agrees. But that's the whole thing. You either value disagreeing or you value agreeing. You you might value just uh, trying to defeat everybody in a competition or you just value making everybody the same. Did you hear what I said? You can disagree and you can just disagree with your environment. You're like, I like to go somewhere and I like to disagree. And I like to think that it went well at the time. And then later I disagree with it. Then later I'm like, no, I disagree with it. That went well. Like, I don't even care about 
So I like disagree with things that happen. I look back on things. I disagree with them so that I don't have them anymore. Like, no, I disagree. Or, or you can do that with memories, really. Let me think. Like, you can disagree with a memory, and then, and so then you replay it in your mind differently. You can totally disagree with a memory. You can totally do it. Um, no, it, it, it's unfortunate because you uh, you think about like the way that I would think these podcasts go. I do it so much better in my head than I do it when I actually say it. Or like my ability to speak it if it, there was nobody there is a lot better. And then uh, it gets worse on the way out. Like it's only better in your head, you know. It's only better in your imagination than when it's actually out there. Like all the time. It's always better in your imagination. But you, I don't know. But it's also true that it is better. It's not just in my imagination. It's also true that it is better like in real life. The way that I talk is better when I am imagining it or speaking it out loud than when I'm on, when I do it to record myself. Like recording myself takes some edge off of what I would be able to do if there was no audience. That's in real life though. It's a true thing. It's just me and this microphone. Just me and the mic. That's all. Just me and the mic. It's all it's ever been. Just me and this microphone. I love myself at this microphone. I love me and the words I say. Thanks, me, for all the things I say coming from what I say about how smart I am. Thanks, me, for explaining how smart that I am. Thank you. Who's more needed? It's me or Jeff <laughs> me or Jeff Jenkins? <laughs> Who's more needed? Me or Jeff Jenkins? Bill Hall or Richie Sexton? Who's more needed? Is it me or Bill Hall? Tell me right now or I'm gonna leave <laughs> I'm gonna leave you. Who's more needed? Is it me or Jeff Jenkins? You tell me instantly because I heard I know that I know that you were texting Jeff Jenkins. So you better tell me immediately if there's something going on with him. If you're with Jeff Jenkins, you need to tell me right now because I am about I'm already halfway out the door fucking right now. You have to tell me immediately if there's something going on with Jeff Jenkins and you. Um yeah, uh, so what's your guys' favorite kinds of missile? Never mind. What's your guys' favorite kind of uh, bazooka? I like the M15 uh, Belgrade Turbulence model. That's probably my favorite. Oh, my favorite bazooka is the Clementine Smoke 340. My family's always been a dark horse 920 family. That's what we boomstick it with. Oh, I just go with boomsticker. I just like boomsticker. They're my favorite brand. Oh, boomsticker? Yeah, I guess they're kind of I guess they're kind of catching on, aren't they? 
Yeah, I just started to use a boom sticker a few few years ago. Yeah. I like the Howitzer 19.6 Grindmaster. The Spitfirer. The Dodge the Dodge Sniffer. I like the Dodge Sniffer. The Blast Kruger. Krug Blaster. This the smoke enhanced Krug Blaster. Let's get back on topic, folks. Uh, this is just a very harsh time, and this is just a harsh time. I don't know. Like, what are you supposed to say? You're supposed to be, like, really mopey about... Like, it, obviously the coronavirus is terrible. Um, and it's just kind of like life. You just have to understand how mopey life already is, and then whatever. It's like, yeah, of course it's terrible, but... It's just, um, you just kind of, like, got to... Just gotta keep going. Oh well. The coronavirus, like the media, I think is becoming the coronavirus. I think that's what they are now. They are the coronavirus. That media is the coronavirus. That darn tootin' media will me became the coronavirus in 2020. We're gonna go back to Bojangle music. In the 2030s, the 2000, the coronavirus is going to make the 2030s the exact same as the 1830s. That's the damage it'll do. And then we're going to come out the other end acting like 1830s people. It'll be like anarchical in the West. Everybody will have a revolver and they're running through the woods, like uh, maintaining their land. That'll be what 2030 is. Then after that, it'll make it the 1830s. Yeah, let's 1830s this. 1830s, that's a pretty... How come nobody ever talks about the 1800s? Like, oh, the 1920s were so... The swinging 1920s, like three adjectives, three pic, three pictures of what you know. It was like, oh, I guess they partied. I guess they partied in the 20s. Yeah, I, I see that. I guess they were rich and they partied, but I'm pretty sure that only happened in... Like, was that happening in the Midwest? Where they're going to... Well, yeah, probably to some degree. It probably... Yeah, was it? I wonder... Was that happening anywhere other than the East Coast? Ah, swingers. And they, well, like, the 20s, yeah, everybody danced a lot, and they wore flapper dresses, and they wore what, they wore that exactly, exact thing. And they really danced a lot through because they had so much money. And, boy, they liked to drink. Boy, they liked to drink in the 20s, who? Like, probably just the East Coast, though. Probably just the people that partied. They like to drink in the 20s because America was rich. And then, uh, and that's all you, that's all you need to know. It just becomes two sentences at some point. It's just like two sentences. And then, but nobody ever talks about what the 1830s, the differences between those decades, because those are, those are different too. Those are really strangely different. Like we go to the point that we're just running around in forests, uh, shooting each other for land i mean not shooting each other it's just you have to defend yourself but people making back deal bargains and stuff all over the country where then people are coming after you because you didn't on horseback because you didn't make good on the bargain or whatever i mean that's that stuff is happening probably because they're doing all this fur trading and stuff like the do they even have a currency like they have to they have to deal in all these deals and how are you gonna 
how are you going to make people respect you if you don't have some semblance of a defense to go out and get the people like you have to have you have to have your clans like it's very gang you have to have your clans of people that will go after other people for not making good on their deals uh like so that people will will respect you so you have to be part of the biggest clans even in a even in an 1830s style like if everybody is anarchical with each other they have to band together make alliances with people around them so that it's just like so it's just uh tribal yeah it's tribal it's just really tribal but it's the same it's the same way now there's all these cartels everywhere it's just like it's tribal you have to give yourself over uh you have to devote your time and energy to be part of a cartel so that you have like uh money going forward you know you have to devote yourself to yeah yeah you have to do that for money but there's like so it's the same as always it's tribal in that way because you need to get you need to be able to survive because it's a giant competition but america makes it more a competition like that because they because they like competition because they're all the people that came over from europe were the people that wanted to achieve the furthest you know and so america's built on people like that and then they invent the most because they're always trying to outdo each other and doing new things because it's a bunch of people that left for like they deviated from the norm to go and uh build america they're like oh we're gonna go to america because it's a new world so it's a it's like the people of the world that value changing more or doing new things and so that's just going to make you in order to do new things at the fastest rate it has to be a competitive environment and america is really competitive and they're competitive with like the companies you have to align yourself with in order to uh survive because america is more it's more about survival like that i guess and so and so there's like people that recognize that and they're like oh it's too much about survival and then you ignore the poor because you always you make it a competition and therefore there are losers and we could fix this if we just kind of if we made everybody have a more equal salary just across the board is what they want they're like well what if everybody what if it was a more socialized like all the money was equal everywhere uh is what they propose and it's just that whether you're on the liberal side or the Republican side, the there's no the deficit between the very rich and the very poor doesn't get better. It like no matter what, because they don't do anything to actually make pay equal across the board. Like nobody ever accomplishes that. And maybe you just say one party gets in the way of the other party and that's why it doesn't get accomplished. Like it's because of the gridlock in Congress because that's pretty much why. But uh, so if, if nothing gets done because of the way that Congress is, then you you should probably try to come up with a slightly different system if you're not going to get anything done. I watched this movie called The Comedy um, with Tim and Eric. But it's a more serious movie and Tim Heidecker plays the main role. Uh, and it's just a, it's a really good movie. Uh, it's pretty sick, this movie, the comedy. Oh yeah, it is damn sick. <laughs> I'm basically Twister from Rocket Power. Oh yeah, it's sick. Sounds like something he'd say. That's how sick it is. Dude, it was sick. Let me, now let me tell you about the comedy. You should just check it out. It's called The Comedy. It's with Tim and Eric, but Tim plays the main role. But he's a uh, 
he's like a hipster but it's a movie that actually talks about hipsters in a more uh genuine way it's just a it's just a really relational movie about people that are hipsters it's called the comedy you should really check it out it won my approval approval and i'm basically oprah i'm like oprah's book club it won my approval so go out and go on and watch it i'm like oprah's book club <laughs> so you guys have to go out and buy your east of eden books right now because i approved them i approve of oprah who approves of east of eden my name's oprah and i approve of east of eden yay we love you oprah we want more of you bless us with your presence oprah make us cleansed by what we see in you don't disappoint us, Oprah. You're our all in all. Make us better, Oprah. We don't know how to be who we are. We need direction, Oprah. You're the only one giving it to us. Love me, Oprah. Find value in me. Find value in me, Oprah. Won't you speak to me? That one, like that one episode where you spoke to me? I love you, Oprah. I need you. Come back to me, Oprah. Don't spend time with other people. I need you, Oprah. Love me like I see the love in your heart. Take some time to be with Oprah this evening, if you can. Just take a little bit of time out of your day to be with Oprah. Take some time out of your day to be with Oprah tonight, if you would, please. Please take some time out of your day to be a little bit more like Oprah as you go about your daily life. Please take some time now to please be more a bit like, please a bit more like Oprah in your daily life. Take some time to respect and recognize what Oprah did for us and who she who she was. It's the same with Beyonce, I guess. Uh, Beyonce mends our hearts. So, like, do you guys want to calm down? Obviously, obviously, that's a lot to put on a person. Beyonce is actually the reincarnation of a human goddess. But actually, but in real life, like, but that's what she represents in culture. That sounds, well, like Beyonce, it's just, it's just don't go so overboard liking Beyonce. Like, don't make it about one person's message. Like, don't, but whatever. I mean, Beyonce likes that. She's in, she's famous, you know? Beyonce get famous like as far as I know Beyonce was was famous um nobody doesn't know Beyonce's name isn't that a song that she made nobody doesn't know what Beyonce made everybody now nobody doesn't know what Beyonce made what Beyonce made but it wasn't it wasn't even done by Beyonce it was done by somebody else like, that's a song by Aerosmith. It's a song by Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley released a record. He was singing. He's, he released a record. Um, so check that out on Amazon.books. Books. Amazon.books. Take it to the bank. Amazon.books. Amazon.books. Don't not go to Amazon.books. Don't not go to Amazon to not books, bitch. Do not go to not Amazon to not books, bit bit bitch. I said do not go to not Amazon do not books. 
bitch. I said do not do do not go to not do not Amazon books. Do not go to not Amazon do not books. Hey, do not go to not Amazon do not books ever fucking again. <laughs> I know that you and your friends like to go down there. It's not safe. I don't like that area. It's right by that forest. You don't know who's back there. It's there's hiking trails right back there. You don't know who's back in that. It's right by that it's right by that forest. You know about that girl that disappeared by there a couple years ago? I don't want you hanging around. Do not go by Amazon, do not books very much anymore. Please do not go there. I saw I know I know that it's fun to go down there, but you can't just you can't just do tires in the par uh donuts in the parking lot. I was about to say Oreos. You can't just do Oreos in the parking lot, okay? You can't just do Oreos in the parking lot with your friends just because it's fun. You know my brother? You know my brother-in-law? You know Pete, my brother-in-law? He and his friends were doing that, and he got decapitated. His name was Pete, and his name was Pete, yeah. His name was Pete the whole time. The whole time that his head got decapsed. Decaps, relapse, when I relax on my ass, yeah. Decaps, relax, apps on my what? Drink laps when I acid on them acid rain. Okay, almost. Yeah, one day. Yeah, one day I'll be good at that. Yeah, yeah, almost. But you know, you know how, you know how, um, you know how daunting a task it is to try to accomplish things. Do you know how daunting it is? It's the most daunting. That's how raw my life is. My life is fucking raw, dude. Throw up those deuces and ride. I'm just not afraid to throw up those deuces and ride anymore. I feel like I'm a changed person. I don't know. It's just I I went to go out and then I knew I knew that it was time to just throw up those deuces and ride. I knew it was time. Let me throw up those deuces and let me ride. This is a dire effort on my part. I've never lived long enough to even throw up those deuces and ride just once. And this is going to be my final breakthrough. I want to throw up those deuces and ride. I want it to be my swan song. I want it to be my anthem and what people remember me by. I just want to throw up those deuces, bro, and ride. Bro, I just want to throw up those deuces. Fucking ride, dude. Nothing better than that. Throw up those deuces. Let go. Fucking ride. Nothing more freeing than that, bro. You throw up those deuces and fucking ride out there. I don't even care what's happening when it's happening. You just throw up those fucking deuces. Fucking let go and just fucking free yourself, bro. If you just fucking free yourself for just for two seconds when you throw up those deuces and just let yourself go so you're just like, then you're just cruising. Just fucking throw up those deuces and ride and just like, let it be, dude. If you would just let it be, if you would just fucking like, I don't really care about it. If you just like, man, I just want to go back there, like whoever I met before and just tell them like, dude, like, 
throw up those deuces and ride, bro. Like it's just my mind. That's the way it's even. That's the way it's even says to them. Like I just wish they were even around me, like it was back then, so I could just say like. If you could just like, if you could know me now, like if those people could know me now, they'd just see somebody who's so free. It's just like, it's just like if I could tell that to somebody just once so that they knew what it meant, like throw up those deuces and ride, they would just know like, they would know the meaning of what I meant. And then they would just like feel so free like I do when I say it. I just want to throw up those deuces, bro, and fucking let go and fucking ride like that's how i that's how i want it to be like for everybody i just want it to be that way you know when you free yourself so it's just like would you just throw up those deuces and ride so it can be f part of who your life is for now on can't you just forever for once make it so that you've thrown up those deuces so that you're just riding can't you free yourself up enough to just be the person who's riding when you get freed by throwing those <laughs> <laughs> throwing those deuces up dude if you just like get freed by finally when you do it you throw them up so you know that you've thrown those deuces up so that if you just threw them up you knew that you were freed by how free you were when you finally threw up those deuces if you just finally throw those fucking deuces up bro then you just fucking be that way you'd be fucking free Dude, if you just fucking free yourself to just throw out those deuces, bro. Throw out those bro deuces just like so you could finally be that way. Lock, sock, and barrel, bro. Lock, sock, and barrel from now until eternity. Because then we're just bros and it's just lock, sock, and forever from there. It's just like if I do that with you, then you're my bro. And we're just like you throw up those deuces and ride. Like those deuces are us. Like we're the deuces. You throw them up and we both ride, but we're both free. And like you throw us up into the air because it's two of us and it's like double is free. And it's just like you throw up those deuces and you know that we're both free because that's who I've. that's who I know I'm the same as when I'm as free as that. And you throw up those deuces and if just one person heard me when I said that, then we could totally be like, if we could totally be exactly what those deuces are supposed to represent. Dude, if you would just like fucking throw up those deuces, throw up those deuces and ride. Blaze your own trail. Um, so my message to you is if you disagree with your environment, if you disagree with your environment, then whatever. Then you just have to compromise and agree with your environments some of the time, so that you are, so that you let your allow yourself to be a part of things. You have to allow yourself to be part of your of things, so that you know that you're living your life. And so you can't always be disagree with everything. You can't be that person all the time. You don't get to because that's just gonna make you. Well, it just makes you disagree then with everything. It's just like a disagreeable, but it's fun to be disagreeable. I like being disagreeable. But like you just already are. I'm just saying that I already do. I'm, I already do. Like I don't get rid of it. I don't get rid of it. No, I just like, it's just something that I'm always doing. Like, no, I don't really like to be a part of your thing. I just disagree with the reality. I don't, I don't really want it. I'm just like, I don't really want it some of the time. And then, uh, then you're disagreeing. I just disagree with what I'm doing. I disagree with my own decisions. I disagree with like that something was good. I just keep going so that it so things are different because I don't like because I'm not content with what I see. So then I disagree with it. No, because I just find a way around things that I'm not content about. Yeah, because I'm discontent. Because having fun having fun doesn't necessarily mean 
being happy because you have fun because you want to deviate from the norm so that you like being happy is like things are good in your life. If you're unhappy, you're just going to try to change things. I mean, it comes from unhappiness that you do change things that you want to have fun. I guess you have fun to defeat unhappiness. Sure. Yeah. You have fun to defeat unhappiness, but I'm discontent. It's not really a big deal. Um, but I'm discontent with, with it. I'm discontent with what I do. So I want to do things that are better. So I don't like, I don't like what I'm saying in the present because I want new things to say and I want to be different things or something. Like, I just want to keep changing. I kind of like things that are new. I like new music. I just like to hear what new thing, new music people are making. I just like to hear newer things. I like to, I like to know what the future is doing. I guess is maybe part of it. I don't like what's happening. I don't like anything that is in the present, like where you're just, uh, you're just making life easier on yourself. You're not like worrying about anything. I just like to think about the future, but you think about the future is the same as you being competitive and wanting to have fun. You, you be competitive to have fun too. Like you, because you disagree. Like, yeah, because I'm not, I'm not content with it. So I just want to do, I just want to do other things. And so I disagree. I disagree. What do I disagree with? I disagree with uh, all kinds of things. Uh, people that I run into or whatever. Like I just, when people, like I just like to disagree with what people are saying as they're saying it in my head. I'm like, no, that's wrong. Nope. I just don't believe anybody for anything that they say. Like, nope. Nope. I don't agree with it. Nope. I don't believe you. <laughs> so you can't be the guy that doesn't believe anybody. Well, the, but the, Problem is, though, that I do believe some people. Yeah, so I do. So I fall somewhere on the spectrum between believing and not believing. I just, like, am skeptical. I'm skeptical of people. So I don't believe what they're saying as they're saying it. Because I don't I don't take people at their word. Because that's just something that, that's something that people on the right do. They don't really take you at your word. And people at the left, people on the left do take you at your word. As long as you're doing something in reality that makes good on that. That is that identity as long as you're doing something to be that they take you at your word because they just look at something that happens in reality they're not like going far into the imagination as much i wouldn't say as conservatives do people on the left they don't they just take people at their word if they if they're doing that and they're like yep okay we believe you liberals believe you and conservatives don't i would say Conservatives don't really believe you. I mean, I I don't. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like I have a problem not believing people. So then I disagree with every I disagree with everything that everybody's doing. So I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not a part of this. And like, uh, and it's easy to just be a person that's not a part of anything. Is if you're already if you just start saying that about yourself already. But you saying that you're not somebody who can agree with other people is like you being disagreeable. It's you disagree like that's how you disagree it that's another trait like if you're just 
unquestioningly disagreeing with everything to the point that you can't stop because there's some things that I just don't stop disagreeing about. I just disagree endlessly about them because they're not because they're not as true as they say that they are. Because you can disagree or you can be like, yeah, I'll be a part of it. But being a part of it is difficult because you have to like you have to sacrifice on what you want exactly. You have to sacrifice on what you want, but being a part of it is, uh, some people just have no humility, you know, some people have no humility about being invited somewhere. Some people just don't have any humility about it. They're, they don't take it as that, oh, they got invited because it's not easy to invite somebody somewhere. And so you shouldn't be upset if you didn't get invited to something. Because maybe it mean maybe it tells you something about yourself if you didn't get invited to something. It probably tells you that you're disagreeable enough that people don't know if you're just going to be able to hang out and be cool and just uh, have a fun time. Because like if you're so disagreeable that you try to be like special in an environment full of people that you don't know already, like that's kind of just a lack of humility. If you think that you're special around a group of people that you already don't know. Like, that was nice of them to invite you. That's like, because inviting somebody, they don't know you necessarily. But it's just like a, it just depends on your background, whether you'd ever see it that way, I guess. Like, well, in but it's just that in reality, you are inviting them because you need, you don't invite just anybody to the things that you're throwing. Because some people act uh, socially unacceptably, and so you don't bring them. Maybe you got invited because you're socially unacceptable. You should think about that. What if that was true? Rather than like, no, I'm great, actually. It doesn't matter. Like, total ignorance so that you could you can say that you're confident or something. Total ignorance. Like, if you don't get invited to something, maybe you just disagree too much, like, in a really unattractive way like maybe you think that you're agreeing but you're disagreeing i don't know why you wouldn't get invited to something but it's dumb to be upset about it because you think about you yourself would you just invite anybody you want the and you want the thing to go well i mean it just depends on if you're from a background where things should be a little more proper or dignified because some people don't care they're not like that at all so, but I got to speak for everybody. Let me take both sides into the e equation. It's not necessary. I'm a dumbass for doing that. I just don't, like, I disagree, you know. Uh, I disagree with people's political views. I'm like, I, I have a better one, you know. Like, that's what I think. I think I have a better political view than everybody else. And, like, I most people's, I wait for you to say something interesting. And I'm not impressed by anything you say. I'm like, mm, yeah, whatever, no. I think that I'm right or whatever. I think I have the best political view. So, like, uh, so I disagree with other people. So I'm like, no, yours is dumb. I like mine better. I just like my things that I say better than I like anybody else's. But I think maybe that's just something that men do more than women. I'm not really sure. Does everybody disagree with everyone else? Because uh, could somebody tell me? I'm confused. Does everybody disagree? Actually, I don't. I have no idea. Is that the way it is with everyone? Because uh, I've just spent my life agreeing, but it's not. It doesn't make me ha very happy to agree. I feel like I've just been really agreeable, and it doesn't make me happy. 
but it's not like it's not like that makes me Mr. Guy that disagrees. <laughs> the brand new Mr. Disagreeable airing this Monday at eight. They changed The Bachelor to Mr. Disagreeable. Will he find love, Mr. Disagreeable? Mr. Disagreeable, like Mr. Disagreeable. That's my pen name. That's my pseudonym. Like I'm Mark Mark Twain. I mean Samuel Clemens. Samuel Clemens. My Matthew Connor, and then my pen name is uh, is uh, Jeff Jenkins. <laughs> my pen name is. <laughs> All right, you've been a great crowd. Thank you. That was my closer because it referenced something I did before. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to me. Uh, well, make yourselves good and don't disagree too much with your whatever. It's just like there's no more. I don't. I don't care about the moral because I'm raw because I disagree because I just like I don't. I don't like beginnings and endings. I'm shitty at. I'm shitty at uh, leaving and entering a place. I'm terrible at it. I'm one of the worst in the country. I'm ranked in the least. I'm ranked in the lowest 1,000 of people that leave and enter a thing that are otherwise considered uh, somewhat decent, otherwise considered somewhat consistent. Like uh, open, close. Like I try to leave and enter a place. I'm like, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> nope, I don't. Bye. Don't. But it's the same with entering. I'm like, yeah. And that's what I say when I enter people's houses. I'm like, the Because I don't like, I don't like doing that. I don't like to enter and leave anything. I just have to wait till the main part of the conversation is happening. I'm just confused. It's fun for me. It's fun for me to disagree, but you can then, you can be a person that's like, well, I'm always awkward in the opening and closing of a conversation or when I leave an event or enter an event. I'm just always awkward every time I leave or enter. And if you're all, if you want to be the person that's that awkward, I mean, do you have self-control over your mind enough to whatever? <laughs> like you, you have to watch the comedy with Tim Heidecker though. And, uh, Smoke them if you got them. Leave no traces. Uh, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks out.